B-Pod Studios. Comic books, video games, anime, sci-fi. If you've been made fun of for it, we're probably going to talk about it. One question. Is it too late to change the name? Nerd Radio starts now. Five, four, three. We have Nerd Liftoff. We do. It's Nerd Radio. I, want to, I, can't, I can't imagine if I'm going to use that or not, but hey, here we go. Well, now we have to. Now I have to, because yeah. it's kind of great. Uh, it's Nerd Radio. Chuck Bean, Al Beck, James, all in the studio for another week in the Checkpoint XP studios, which are never, ever not nice. Always beautiful yeah. in here. They're glamorous. Absolutely. And uh, boy, oh boy, do I got stuff for you guys this we week. We got stuff. I got stuff. Oh, good. So, uh, it's better than last week, because we had no stuff last week. We had no stuff. And we still did all right. Yeah. Um, we're uh, broadcast professionals here. That's right. Yes. I and we just, set the bar solo. 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 Absolutely. We, we want you to be able to hop over it no matter how. <laughs> yeah. You can be a one-legged man, and we want you to be able to hop over that bar. <laughs> we had a three-legged dog in the building today. I bet you that dog yeah. would come over the... Yeah, Dave Kim yeah. brought his dog, and I heard Aww. I didn't get to see him, yeah, but the yeah. Michigan Humane Society. Yeah. What kind of dog is he? Uh, it was a black lab. Aww. A three-legged black lab. I bet he's so happy. Oh, dude. He was just, a, just just happy to be alive, dog. just yeah. to see people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happiest dog I've seen. That's awesome. He doesn't know he only has three legs. No. He doesn't realize there's a difference. It's like the, have you seen the cats that are missing like their front legs and they run around like Tyrannosaurus Rex? Oh my God, no. That would be terrifying, it's, but it's also kind of cute. Right. It's hilarious because they'll still like jump up on stuff. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, you don't have any front legs. That's, that that seems very dangerous to jump up. And they don't care. That's just Got how it. they live. They have a really good like thigh. They never skip a leg day. Never. Yeah. Right. Trying to no. find, I'm trying to think of what muscle that was. Well, yeah. I it's don't like, know. It's I'm like the guys that do the, the sports in the wheelchairs and they're just like, yeah, they're, like, they're ripped. Yeah. ripped. Don't arm wrestle those guys. No, not at all. Or get an HJ from those guys. <laughs> a, a violent one. Tear it right off. Uh, what? <laughs> As yeah. always, I encourage you guys to download. I'm going to make a note. Don't get an HJ from <laughs> for wheelchair men. Thanks. Wheelchair men, HJ. As always, I encourage uh, you guys to download, rate, and review us. We're on uh, iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on all the different podcast formats. And, of course, we're on WRIF.com. Outback, where else are we? We are at rock929rocks.com in Boston. Yep, and if you're listening to the podcast and you are uh, you got some time on a Wednesday afternoon, maybe tune into Twitch TV. Where are we there on, James? We are at twitch.tv slash checkpointxp. Thank you guys so much. So I got some stuff for you here. We like to talk about a lot of stuff on Nerd Radio. We talk about video games. We talk about television. We talk about comics. Where do you guys want to start this week? Oh, man. The choice is ours? That's the, it's the, like a choose-your-own-adventure today? It is, yeah. I got some television stories for you. I got some video game uh, stuff I did over the weekend, and there is some comic book news this week. So where do you want to start? What are you feeling like, Al? I'm feeling, uh, how about some TV? You want to talk about some TV? Yeah. TV time. Let's well, talk TV. Yeah, let's talk about the, uh, do you want to give me the big news thing? Oh, Al! Big news! <laughs> oh, my God! I don't actually know this time. Well, you have to be, you're supposed to go, I'm now. For big news. <laughs> right. Now they'd be like, news that's big. <laughs> news that's big. Right, Time exactly. now for news radio. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> news radio. <laughs> TV we change the name of the program? <laughs> we got it so together. So together. I wasn't like, <laughs> take the gals and the in the parking lot before was. we recorded the show. I was and honest. now some big news on nerd radio. I was big t- news. News that's big. See, that's all I was looking for. It's the news that's big jingle. You guys have to play the clip. We have right. to just play the clip from now on. There you go. No, 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 no. No, I didn't realize this was a thing. From now on. From now on, you'll remember. <laughs> no, I won't remember. I won't remember. We're going to go through this pain in the ass every single time. Every time. <laughs> I have to be reminded. All right, so a minute later. Here's what are we talking news. about? Video games? Television. 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 Some big news in the television world. So before we started on Twitch, one of the episodes just before we started on Twitch, I uh, revealed to you guys that I had never seen an episode of Seinfeld. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And I've started watching Seinfeld. I'm in season two, somewhere in the middle of season two or something like that. And this week, uh, it was released, I think on Monday, that Seinfeld is leaving Hulu to go to Netflix. Yes. Ooh, which Changing teams. Yeah, this happens. That's cool. Whatever. But uh, the thing that struck me that's really silly about this is they're leaving to go to Netflix in 2021. So, um, I got to do the math. Three years? Two years? Yeah. You know, we've 19, got like, like two, and a half, two years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, about two and a half years. Why do you announce that in 2019? So we can prepare to cancel our subscriptions to Hulu? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, and, and also, seeing as that I'm watching it, and I watch like three or four episodes in a sitting, I'm going to be done with Seinfeld by the time it's on Netflix. 
Well, yeah. I'm upset through all the Hulu commercials over the next 12 to 18 months. Oh, yeah. There you, maybe, that's, maybe that's the bit. Do you have the dollar Hulu? Do right. you, are you sitting through commercials? Well, in two and a half years. If you want to wait, if you want to hold off for two and a half years, you can watch Seinfeld with no commercials. It is interesting. I didn't realize it wasn't until 2021. Yeah. Until, the, like, I had heard this news, but I didn't realize that part of it. That's I mean, when, obviously, the, the, that's when how long Hulu has the contract. That's when the contract expires. And so they opened negotiations, and they must have just, just made the deal. So right. that's why they went ahead and announced it. But, right. But, uh, like, what, is there anybody getting Hulu now? I will have forgotten by then. Right? You know, and, yeah. <laughs> I think it's all smoke and mirrors. So Netflix is probably putting this out now. So that way people are like, oh, my God, Steinfeld is on Netflix. Yes. i got to subscribe to Netflix. Uh, yeah, right. probably. Oh. Yeah, well, actually, not until 2021. So I think James is on, on probably on the right. They're trying to confuse yeah. everybody. It's right. mass especially, confusion, especially with uh, Disney Plus launching what November, something like that. Yeah, yeah coming up real, real, real soon. Right. So if they put stuff out, everybody's making a big announcements. They all want to be part of the big announcement. You know, it's uh, they're they probably there's fear of missing out that they're not talking about their streaming service, so they want to get some headlines, yeah, some exactly. publicity. So hey, let's let everybody know we got Seinfeld in 2027 or whatever. Right. Does anyone have any interest in that NBC streaming service? I was going to bring that up. The NBC has decided uh, CBS apparently has uh, done well enough that they're like, well, we're going to do ours now. And they're, part of it is that they're taking Parks and Rec off of uh, Netflix and probably The Office so that they can put it on their service. Sure. Yeah, I know for sure they're taking both of those. Yeah. <clears throat> but like yeah. the flagship, we talked a little bit about this this morning on yeah. the Damon Chuck the Freak show. The flagship show was going to be a Saved by the Bell reboot. Yes. I don't think that's going to be strong enough programming to get anybody to come over to NBC. Even for you. Not, even, you. not even for me. No. Like, okay. <laughs> no. Okay. Not even for me. Yeah. Now, you tell me the first episode is going to have Kelly Kapowski in a very revealing outfit, you know, doing dirty things. <laughs> you might have my, my first month subscription. Well, it's streaming. James, James yeah. wants Saved by the Bell softcore porn is it's, what he's looking yes. for. Yes. <laughs> in a nutshell, that would be... That's, oh, that's a dream come true. They not, made that. A nutshell, no pun intended. They made that. It's called Showgirls, and it's awful. <laughs> no, Showgirls ain't got nothing on Kelly Kapowski, head cheerleader. Not that Jesse Spano, that pill-popping <laughs> addict who's so excited, so, She's excited. so excited. She's so scared. She's so excited. Yeah. Zach Morris has to go help save her. Help get her off the pill no, addiction. I, want, I, I absolutely wanted to bring rehab. that up because I, I tagged you when I saw the thing. I was like, well, you're the biggest Saved by the Bell fan I know. Well, how about if there's like all the old Saved by the Bells got to be on there eventually? Uh, uh, of course. I would maybe consider it if all the old episodes are there. I can binge right. watch all you the episodes. Binge watch um, some of that stuff. I think I already own them on DVD though. So. Do you really? Yeah, I mean, it'll save me the trip to get up and put the, the disc in the Blu-ray yeah, player. Well, I, you know, it's funny you say that because I do find that I do watch MASH more because it's on Hulu right now. You know, yeah. like I have them all on DVD and I still watch them way more than anyone should on DVD. But because it's there on Hulu, I watch it constantly. It's the convenience of just it's being the able convenience. to click, click, click. Because like, it's something that I'll put on if I'm cleaning my apartment or even going like, you know, cooking dinner or something. I'll just put it on the background and it's background noise. I'm not actually watching it or I'll fall asleep to it. Yep. But, you know, because it's so readily available, I watch it way more. It, that Absolutely. was on Netflix for a little while. They took it down and it ended up on. Yeah. That yeah. Ended up on Hulu. Um, but it's a Fox property, and Disney owns Fox, and they own Hulu, so right, it might so stick around there. Mash might end up on Disney Plus. It could. <laughs> it, it could eventually. You would think. I don't know. They definitely seem to be ma- trying to make sure they don't just pillage Hulu for all the good stuff. They're trying to. It seems like they're trying to make sure that Hulu has enough that people will still want it. Right. That's why they're well, bundling it. Right. With the the Disney Plus stuff. So there's going to be. Oh, that's right. Because Disney has technically owns Hulu. Right. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, well, Hulu's probably trying. That's to keep where they had that. Properties. They had that bundle where it was <clears throat> Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN Plus or whatever. But uh, on the NBC thing, we were talking about this also this morning on Dave and Chuck the Freak that uh, they're going to be rebooting again Battlestar Galactica. Sure. For the NBC. Yep streaming service well they did so well with it in the early 2000s when yeah. they rebooted it so and i i mean i've i've seen more of the original Battlestar. i haven't seen the entire thing which is pathetic because it's only one season <laughs> the fact that i've never seen the whole thing like the whole original or yeah the, the original reboot? one was just one season really it was that how short it was yeah. wasn't star trek only one season three oh sorry uh, they did a follow-up in the 80s for Battlestar, so there was like another follow-up um, but, yeah, no, the original series was only one season long. It's 24 episodes or whatever. Huh. And then they reboot it on, was it Sci-Fi? I can't remember. Yes, it was on the Sci-Fi channel. Uh, but then, so they rebooted it. That did a number of years. Um, and I heard nothing but good things. I know Steve Black 
uh, host of uh, oh yeah when it was sound of uh, with uh, Ann Carlini when it was on TV when it was into like the second or third season I had a friend of mine that was like this is the coolest thing on TV and I tried watching it but it was already so deep in yeah. and I'm like I don't know what's going on like it's cool but I don't know what's going on yeah, well, you know, my girlfriend the... really enjoyed it and she's trying to she was trying to turn me on to it because mm-hmm. I think I had questions I think the the main female character from the reboot mm-hmm. was like a fantasy of somebody on the Big Bang Theory and I'm like I don't yes. know who this yeah. chick is. And then she explained it to me. And then we started watching a couple episodes. Katie Sackoff, that's the actress. <clears throat> she plays Starbuck or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Star, Starbuck? Or whatever. That was her name, Starbuck. Starbuck? Like the coffee joint? Like the coffee, yes. Oh, okay. I that existed in the 70s before the coffee joint did. So. <laughs> Starbuck's a character from Moby Dick. What? Yes. Is that why there's like a little mermaid thing as the Starbucks logo? Could be. Does it have something to do with Moby Dick story? Yeah, but he was like the first officer to Captain Ahab, Starbuck. So that's where Starbucks got the name was the Moby Dick character. And here you see the dichotomy of nerd radio. Al <laughs> actually knows stuff about books. Dude, like literally, well, the they more made... you know. Okay. Yep. Hang on. I don't know about a book. I know about a movie that starred Captain Picard in, <laughs> as Captain Ahab. <laughs> Patrick Stewart did a, did a Moby Dick movie. Uh, I didn't know that And either. actually the guy uh, in that movie, the guy who plays Buffalo Bill on Silence of the Lambs, he's Starbuck. He's Starbuck? He's Starbuck. What? Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill is Starbuck. What a multi-talented actor, man. Yes. He can be, be a psycho... Uh, it puts the lotion on its skin, yeah. Captain Picard. <laughs> Would you harpoon me? I'd harpoon me. Uh, did you guys... I'm sure you guys talked I'd about this. so hard. <laughs> I'm sure you guys talked about this in the morning show, too, what it's what the NBC Universal thing is called. Yes. Yeah. Who wants, wants to do the honors? <laughs> NBC Universal streaming service is called Peacock. Peacock. Yep, Peacock. Because, so you know, the, the NBC universe. It's the, yeah, it's the I get it. It's the logo and everything, but, like, that's so dumb. I will not. I They could reboot MASH, and I wouldn't sign up for that. <laughs> hey, did you renew your subscription to the Peacock Network? <laughs> no, I'm sticking with Pornhub, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every you, time I watch something on Pornhub, they plant a tree. I feel like I'm doing something for the environment. That's actually, that is a great humanitarian effort that, uh, that they're participating yeah, in. Yeah. I don't know about you. There have been a couple of times where like, I look through my, my bookmarks of, of porn and be like, well, every time I go on Pornhub, I'm doing something for the environment. So, I mean, you know. Well, they got to plant all those trees, replace all the tissues that I'm using to clean up when I'm done using Pornhub. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Fair. Uh, yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm not interested at all no. in NBC in, in the Peacock. I'm not gonna be peacocking anything, but no peacocks for Al. Mm, no, no, that's a uh... he just wants big fat ones. <laughs> <laughs> get those peas out of here. Uh, I know. Uh, I love me some peas out of here. I love some peas and carrots. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it, honestly, I was in zero interest in CBS even. but the, the Until all, they gave you Star Trek. Well, th- yeah, and even then, I, if you remember, I, I drew the line in the sand. I was like, there's too many of these things. How I did- don't want another one. I'm not doing it. And it was like a week out, and I realized I was going to miss Star Trek, and I panicked. <laughs> <laughs> but it seriously, it took... I mean, I'm sorry. I'm laughing because you bopped the microphone. I, yeah, I know. You were talking. It, but it took. I was laughing about the Star Trek <laughs> right, reaction. Right. Panic. Yeah, the Star Trek panic. But <laughs> it, you know, no, it really was. It was pathetic. I'm like, oh my god, there's a renewed Star Trek, and I can't watch it. Yes. And I yeah. honestly could have waited a year and just bought it on Blu-ray, right? Which I did anyway because I like. I. This is so sad. I have all of Star Trek as a hard copy, which James, I think, would appreciate that because he's an advocate of that. Yeah, all the digital stuff that get taken away. I've already got burned Mm -hmm. by an album on iTunes. Now, do I watch any of it? No, I typically stick with Netflix or CBS All Access when I watch Star Trek, but it is there, and everything available on Blu-ray, I have the Blu-ray version, so basically everything except for Deep Space Nine and Voyager, those are DVDs. Right. In the event of an apocalypse, you are prepared with tons of nerdy entertainment. As long as I've got a nuclear power plant to fire up my Blu-ray player. Right. <laughs> well, while I'm watching Seinfeld, you were t- you've been telling me that you're going back and watching different series of Star Trek. Didn't you just get done with, what was it, Deep Space Nine? Yeah, so we have talked about this on the show, but it hasn't come up in a while. I started years ago a Star Trek pilgrimage, is what I call it. But I wanted to watch every episode of Star Trek in sequence from the original uh, debunked, thrown out uh, the cage, the original pilot that didn't make it right. on the air, and then go all the way through up, I guess now, Discovery, Picard, or whatever. And I'm on Voyager now, and it takes me a while, because sometimes I will actually go through phases where I'm like, I might not watch it for two months right. at all, but I also do love Star Trek. And so there's times where I'm like, well, I'm on Deep Space Nine, but man, I really want to see that episode of Next Gen, so I'll go back. I was going to say, you do backtrack into like, no, I want to watch his favorite. Yeah, I don't watch anything... 
unless I've finished the series. Like, now that I've finished DS9, I can go back and watch that. So I've actually been putting that on at night sometimes yeah. and falling asleep to it. This is how sad my life is. But I had, like, five <laughs> episodes. DS9 like, to tuck them in the bed like a little nighttime lullaby. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, if I get some insomnia, I'll pull up the WWE Network. I yeah. like to fall asleep to Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler yelling about wrestlers. It's you fun. know what I would fall asleep to? What's that? I would bring up, uh, they had some of those reality shows, the, like the house Oh, yeah, the like, Legends House and stuff? Yeah, they had, like, uh, Mean Gene yep. and a oh, bunch of wrestlers cool. that I don't know if any of them are even still alive anymore. But. Yeah, that's probably a good... Uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, <laughs> I think, was part of it. That's how I feel when I watch MASH <laughs> on any given scene. Sure. Dead, 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 dead. Yeah. Hanging in there. <laughs> Come on, Alan Alda. Hang I know. It's kind of amazing we've still got Alan Alda I know. on this planet. The last time I saw him do an interview... Kind of rough, but, yeah, right. But I mean, he's getting. Well, last there. time I saw Harrison Ford do an interview, I was like, "How did they get? <laughs> how did they get Han Solo out of that guy?" <laughs> yeah. he Hollywood look, movie magic. He doesn't yeah. look like he even knows what where he is when he's awake. I don't no. know how they allow him to fly airplanes. Still, that's why he keeps crashing them. Oh, man doesn't know what he's doing anymore. <laughs> that's it, Harrison they, Ford just keeps crashing. Got another one. Yeah, well, I'm sure they look at each other like, "Are you going to tell the guy who flew the Millennium Falcon?" That he can't fly an airplane? Tell the guy that did the Kessel Run that he yeah. can't fly this airplane? Come on. I'll be the one to do it because, come on, it's a fictional story, Harrison Ford. <laughs> you can't actually fly a spaceship. Uh, Punch it. Yeah, well, we were, we were talking. That's what I wanted to ask you when, with the CBS All Access mm-hmm. when you said that you drew the line. Exactly how did you draw that line? With crayons on an napkin <laughs> at the local Coney Island. Yeah, sure. exactly. It was the kids' menu. Was there, was there some passion to it? Did you perhaps quote something where a line was drawn? Oh, <laughs> the line must be drawn here. There this far, no farther. There it is. Trying they to, actually trying to set you up for a Star Trek. Quote. Yeah, oh, you almost is. missed it. I was wondering I, if he'd know it right off the bat. No, or if I'd, no, how much I'd have to, to you had to lead me down the line. But it's funny that you mentioned that. So, uh, you know, my before my pilgrimage, I've seen already most of Star Trek. Sure. Um, but like Deep Space Nine, I don't think I had ever seen any of it until I started watching it. Uh, during my little pilgrimage here. So I had never seen the end, and it's like the last episode or second to last episode, uh, Quark, the the Ferengi who runs the bar, yep. uses that line. I can't remember the context exactly, but like he just kind of throws it in there, and he just says the line must be drawn here. This he bar. doesn't give it quite the same delivery as a Patrick Stewart, right? but it must have been right around the same time that First Contact came out, the movie. Right. So like he totally references the Picard line. It's pretty awesome. Uh, Ar- all, Armin Shimmerman. Of all characters, too. Like Quark, yeah. Yeah, he's not one of the more serious characters. Yeah, I, I wish I could remember the context, but I was sitting there watching, and I was like, ah, that's awesome! <laughs> I seriously watched like 15 episodes of Star Trek over the weekend. Weekend. Even for me, it was a bit much. Wow. Because I finished the last five of Deep Space Nine. Then I was all excited. I can start Voyager. So I watched like 10 of those episodes. Oh, my God. Yeah. I had nothing to do. Well, I know that you texted me on Friday, too. We were talking last week about <laughs> Pluto.tv or the, the Pluto TV app. What are you laughing at? I just, I don't know. I really, my weekend, I feel real sad right now. I feel like. You shouldn't. Bring the checkpoint guys in here. Let's turn this into an intervention. I, I need it. <laughs> I so don't think like, they're going to help. I think they're going to be just Someone give me a box of tissues and a hug. I need it. <laughs> I don't know if you can inter- intervene in somebody just having a sad life. Like, usually you have to intervene with some sort of an addiction. You know, just oh. having a, a sad state of affairs. I don't think we can really do much. Maybe <laughs> recommend consul- counseling or something. Oh, one, of my, st- one of my friends, we can't help you. We, are- <laughs> we all still love you. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. Y'all yeah. love you. Man. I don't know that we can actually help you. No, you're help beyond you. help. Um, but yeah, no, this is. Go ahead. <laughs> Pluto Tip TV. Yeah, I was going to mention that, but actually, I'm looking at the time and I was like, oh, time to move. Time at next thing. So we'll talk about that next week, I guess. Uh, the one thing I did want to bring up, I told Al about this when I saw it on Monday. Uh, there's a, a story I read on, uh, I believe it was on Deadline. That one of the guys who used to write for The Onion, I think it was, uh, did a treatment for a 9-11 episode of Seinfeld. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, you told, were telling me about this. Yeah, it's uh, as somebody who's kind of knee-deep in the second season of Seinfeld right now, uh, I, I had to read it. I had to know. And he... Kind of nailed it, really. Yeah, like the tone of it is like I could. This is I could totally see. And it's so horrible too. Like all all the the, scenarios, all the scenarios for each of the characters are so dark and so like that is it. Like it's always sunny is is essentially the new version of Seinfeld. I've discovered as I watch more of it. Like Seinfeld is just like four people that are just awful and seeing awful things happen to them because they're bad people. And it's always sunny is like that with more slapstick and just you know like I I think I might like it's always sunny better. But, well, and they well they do talk about I don't know if it was 
Larry David or somebody else talking about the end of Seinfeld and kind of defending it. There's a spoiler alert for anyone who, unless you want me to hold off on no, the end ahead. of Seinfeld. Go ahead. Uh, the end of Seinfeld, obviously, they end up in a jail cell. And there's just character witness after character witness. It's a giant clip show, but it's a character witness after character witness just displaying all these horrible things that these people have done. Sure. And so when they're like, really, that's the end of the series? They're all in jail? And they're like, these are terrible people. Like, why are you <laughs> defending them? Like, right. they're selfish? I mean, they're awful. They suck. These people suck. Right. And they really are. The difference, though, is like, it's always sunny are the worst people, but they just don't, they don't pretend that they're not. Yeah, you know? exactly. There's, there's no illusions whatsoever. When bad things happen to them, you, you don't feel, you just laugh at them. Yeah. You know? You just open my eyes to realize that. They are very bad people. They are. <laughs> so I never was like, hey, you guys are, these are bad guys. I was always like, yeah, these are just some I just, regular dudes that like to do funny things. But yeah. they're actually very terrible pretty people. Pretty terrible. They're I, pretty awful. I just watched the episode with the uh, the Chinese restaurant yeah. where they keep being told 10 minutes and Jerry bets Elaine 50 bucks that she won't walk in there and just eat food off yeah. somebody's plate. For 50 bucks, I'd stick my face in their soup and blow. Right. <laughs> like, oh, for God's sake. All right, well, we're going to come back with some more Nerd Radio, so make sure you uh, stay tuned. Make sure you follow us on social media, Nerd Radio 101. I'm Jay Foskett. I'm the creator of Bodie Troll, and you are listening to Nerd Radio on Rift 2. And we're back with some more Nerd Radio, so make sure you're following us all over your social media, Nerd Radio 101, and make sure you're downloading us on the podcast page at WRIF.com and Rock929Rocks.com, as well as following us Wednesday afternoons on Checkpoint XP's Twitch stream, which is... Twitch.tv slash Checkpoint XP. Bam. All right. We nailed it. Well, that's good. Big that's... news. <laughs> You're late. You're too late. Oh. That was the last segment. <laughs> last segment. Damn it. Sorry. I get confused. All right. That's fine. That's fine. Let me see what I got going on here. Uh, Al's old man brain. <laughs> All right, so um, there's uh, there's some comic book stuff that I wanted to get to this week. Specifically, uh, this weekend, this Saturday, is Batman Day. Ooh, he's every, got his own day, huh? He does. Every uh, every year around this time, I think uh, I think it commemorates the first issue of Detective Twenty Seven, which is the first ep- or the first issue that Batman was in. Uh, they have Batman Day. Your local comic book store is going to have uh, free copies of the a reprint of the first issue, the origin story of the Batman Who Laughs. Mm, okay. Which is cool because that's kind of an expensive issue to get your hands on the original, and it's a neat character that's kind of taken over the DC universe. It's a version of Batman that uh, the Joker infects, and uh, it essentially makes into the next Joker. So he's got like, ah, uh, never mind. <laughs> he's got. He's gonna make an HIV joke. Let's just continue on. <laughs> he's got a super big smile, and he he has a uh, he has a couple of Robins that he's infected with the Joker stuff. So they've got the the ghoulish grins, and he keeps them on uh, leashes and. Six them on people. But uh, if you're in a, a couple of cool uh, towns, they're actually going to have a bat signal out for, for this. Unfortunately, none of them are where we are in Detroit. <laughs> Closest we've got is, uh, let's see, Montreal in Canada. So <laughs> I almost dropped an F-bomb there, which doesn't matter because we've got DMX. But right. like, like it wasn't even – normally it's like calculated. Like, all right, I'm going to pick this moment to swear. Like, it was completely natural. I almost just let it slip. <laughs> You're going to swear over what? Over what comment? The, the, the fact that there's no bat signal here. No bat signal in Detroit. What the f- Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> we could probably use it a little bit. Now, uh, Paris, Berlin, Barcelona, London, New York, Mexico City, L.A. You're all going to, if you see a bat signal in the sky, it's because we're celebrating Batman Day. And they can't do one in Detroit because Detroit's even too dangerous for Batman. Yeah. You think so? <laughs> Absolutely. Why else? Why else wouldn't they? Um, but uh, usually here on Nerd Radio, I like to give you guys like a week or two before I spoil absolutely anything. I'm going to uh, go against that this week. I absolutely have to spoil a comic that is out this week. because You're breaking my heart. It <laughs> it's probably, sure. yeah, it's, uh, probably on my must-read list. Yep, I was going to say, no. maybe it's Ninja Turtles. No, it is not. Oh, it is not. Cool. I've actually I've got it here in front of me. It is the new Spider-Man number one. Get a, get a, get a shot of that, Jay, right there. This is the variant cover, actually, uh, by Chip Kid. It is written by J.J. Abrams, Ooh, Star wow. Wars, Star Trek, Lost, um, and drawn by Sarah Pacelli. It is a five-issue miniseries, and um, oh man, I don't, I don't where where do I start? It starts with Spider-Man fighting this new villain called Cadaverous, and while everyone else is running away from this big supervillain fight, Mary Jane is running towards the fight because Spider-Man, she's in love with Peter Parker, and during the fight, Mary Jane is killed. Oh my God! The no, 
Right. And we've we've seen plenty of stories where, you know, Gwen Stacy dies or uh, Norman Osborn. All the, Peter Parker's supporting cast uh, and it's not long for this world. And, you know, typically... So Quidacious killed Mary Jane? Or uh, Cadaverous, yeah. Oh, Cadaverous. Cadaverous kills Mary Jane. But Cadacious. Was... <laughs> Cadaverous sounds like a character from the Cats, the musical. Bodacious kills Mary Jane. And... Uh... <laughs> Uh, but here's the I'm twist. cadaverous cat. I'm a frisky little cat. <laughs> cadaverous cat going to kill the Spider-Man. Cha-cha-cha. Here's the twist. When Mary Jane dies, twist? they have a six-year-old son. What? And then it cuts to 12 years later. Wait, so she's carried this child while she was dead and then gave birth to a no, six-year-old? When she <laughs> when she dies, her and Peter are married and have a six-year-old son. Okay. Post-mortem Sorry. baby. And you don't find that out until you see the fu- as the reader until you see the funeral. Okay, because I'm going to say that's not very scientifically accurate. No, that's not how that works. She's a six-year-old baby Look, after she was already dead. Wow, they're really stretching the limits here. that gestation period like? Good Lord. <laughs> there's a, look, there's a, there's a lot of crazy sci-fi in comic books. The way you handle pregnancy, can't, you, you can't mess with that. Um, so this story actually follows, then it cuts to 12 years later, and this actually follows the son of Peter and Mary Jane. He's being raised by Aunt May because Peter's trying to, they, they didn't say exactly what his job is in this first issue, but he's trying to make sure that he can support Aunt May, and who's still alive. He's an exotic dancer. Maybe. I don't know. He's missing a hand. He's got a, sometimes he's, you run that risk. He's got, you know? a, he's got a hook. If you're doing a performance for somebody and they want you to put their hand in a certain spot, yeah. it could get cut right off. But, uh, yeah, this uh, introduces uh, the, the cadaver's character and introduces the son of Spider-Man, who uh, that I won't spoil for you, but you are going to be following him over the next five issues. And uh, I was floored. Have was, they ever done a storyline where they've gotten? I mean, I guess there could be an alternate they've done, universe. They've done Spider-Girl, which was supposed to be the alternate universe daughter of Peter Parker. They just finished up the... Um, Spider-Man Life Story, a uh, six-issue miniseries where yeah. each issue took place in a different uh, decade. So it was like they started in the 60s and the 70s and whatever like that. And that had a pair of children that Peter Parker and, and Mary Jane had had. But the the reason I wanted to bring this up is the, the way it was solicited, like the way comics work is three months out, they put out this catalog and you can order your comics and you'd be like, I want to read that or something like that. So they always give you like the cover and who's going to be doing it, who's drawing and writing it, and then a little blurb about what's going on. And the blurb for it is... This is the most shocking, incredible comic of 2019 as J.J. Abrams and his son, Henry Abrams, team up for Spider-Man. What do they have planned for Peter Parker and Mary Jane? Who is Cadaverous? The modern master of mystery makes his Marvel debut this summer. Who is Cadaverous? No mention whatsoever of the story. And that doesn't happen that often. See, I didn't even think about that because I don't really look at the previews anymore. It just gets me into trouble. Yeah. But it's it's the kind of thing that, you know, typically three months out, I kind of know what to expect when the comics are coming out. And, and the, reading through this, it took a left turn. And I went, oh, my God, this is great. Hmm. I, w- I would recommend it. Like I said, it's a five-issue miniseries. And that's the other thing. I was talking to Amy about a couple of weeks ago. Um, these miniseries that they've been doing, uh, both Marvel and DC, like uh, DC's done a couple of Batman miniseries over the last couple of years that are really awesome. And what part night? Of the- yeah, the Batman, the White Knight. They're doing one called the Last, uh, the Last Man on Earth, Batman kind of thing. Um, I love the idea of dropping into like a five or six issue miniseries and just you know, do you know the basics of Spider Man? Do you know the basics of Batman? Because that's all you need, and then You're we're right. going to turn it on its head after that. I think that's awesome. I think that's you know, you obviously as comics work, you should still have the comic book like Amazing Spider-Man that's thousands of issues, you know, into or six or seven or eight hundred issues in. Right. But, but at the same time, I I I think you can get more people in the comic book stores if you do these miniseries where it's you like you do sort of have to have that median though, like the the control book, like you said, because yes. there's new fans coming in, there's fans going out. There's always the fan that really wants that right. you know, the 30, 50, 70 years of right. continuity. Like it's it's super weird when all of a sudden you're like, Here, you know what? I've never read a comic book and I'd like to buy a Batman book, and then you pick it up and you're like, What do you mean Dick Grayson is Batman? You know, like that right. stuff like that's really super weird. Uh and they still do that. I mean, they did that storyline, I don't know, ten years ago. Were, uh, well, it's, and that's the rumors that leading into um, the end of Tom King's Batman run is that they're going to be handing the book over to Brian Michael Bendis and they're going to be like Bruce Wayne's going to retire as yeah. Batman and somebody else is going to pick up. See, I hate all. that. I really, yeah. I hate it. Well, because we know it doesn't, like, it doesn't It doesn't matter. work. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. matter. They'll always come back. Right. And I don't know. I just, I hate when they do that because I do, there is that desire that, hey, I'm really into Batman. Guess who I want to be Batman? Goddamn Bruce Wayne. I don't want to see anyone else be Batman. 
you know? Right. I want to see me be Batman. Hey, I want a Batman shirt. Batman you are wearing a Batman shirt. Does that glow in the dark? It looks like it does. I don't think so. I think that it was would be awesome. part of some pajamas somebody gave me as a gift. And I was like, I want to wear this as a regular shirt, not just pajamas. Because <laughs> I sleep naked, so I don't really need a shirt to go to bed. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Have you ever come to work in your pajamas? Um, I haven't, but I've almost. No, I don't think I have. No. <laughs> I was just, I'll say, I mean, occasionally he ends up almost in his pajamas. Almost. Yeah, I, I'm usually walking around in my bathing suit more so than anything. <laughs> right. It's bathing pets. suit, birthday suit, pajamas, no. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, make sure you hit up your comic book store, celebrate Batman Day, and make sure you check out the Spider-Man book. Also, the uh, the newest issue of the X-Men book, I'm uh, I'm pretty excited about. Do you remember the character Gold Balls? Yeah, I do, actually. Gold Balls. Yeah. Gold Balls, he's back. All right. He's in the X-Men book. And he's super important. Is he? Yeah, he's important to the way that, uh, once again, going back to stuff that you know never sticks, whenever anybody in the X-Men dies, they always come back, right? Yeah. Well, now there's like some science, some sci-fi reason why hmm. why they can resurrect people. Keep an eye on those Gold Balls. Gold Balls is part of it. Right. Yes, Gold Balls is a kind of overweight dude that actually uh, just creates these little gold balls and just like yeah. just shoots them at people. Yep. Not what I expected. He'd <laughs> have some sort of super sperm that he's shooting. <laughs> nope. Nope. Just gold balls. Uh, All right. They, they were out of a creative names or whatever. Anyway, you have the Juggernaut. You have yeah. Nightcrawler. You have Rogue. Gold balls. Gold balls. Yeah. What did you watch? Awesome Powers. Gold I like, number. I like your inspired? alternate your alternate version of them though. I like that. It's like Roger the Alien and American Dad and actually shoots poops super out. Sperm? No, he, he poops uh, like jewel encrusted gold. Oh, for God's like sake. Like the geese in uh, Willy Wonka. The, gold, <laughs> the, the geese that lay the golden eggs. Yeah. yeah what's her face wanted one? Ruka Salt. Right. Great band. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's take a break and uh, we'll we'll come back. We've got a little bit more nerd radio for you. What am, I, what am I talking about? Oh, what I did over the weekend, hitting up some video game stuff. I told you guys last week I'm done with Spider-Man. Yeah. I, I was wrong. Oh. You guys sucked back in, huh? I did. Was it Cadaver's Cat that brought you, <laughs> brought you back? <laughs> no, but you'll find out next what it was. This is Nerd Radio. I want nothing. <laughs> I want absolutely nothing. There's no prize to win here. We're all losers. Welcome back to Nerd Radio, wherever you get in your podcast. It's part of the B-Pod Studios Network and, of course, online at Nerd Radio 101 on social media. I am joined by Al Beck and James. That's right, PFNKIA, now the awkward silence part. <laughs> Uh, and of course, uh, we are here on Twitch. Uh, now it's the awkward talking part. Now it's the awkward talking part, as opposed to the awkward silence mm-hmm. part. We're on uh, twitch.tv uh, slash Checkpoint XP. Did I get it right? You got it right. You hey! nailed it. Look at that. Now I'm useless. Yeah, I was going to say, no you've been purpose. automated. All right. <laughs> I have no purpose. You can leave now. Yep, for sure. Actually, don't. Replace me I don't the robot. Wanna, I don't want to do that over there. So. You don't, you don't want to play Guitar Hero with the cameras over there? <laughs> no. Please. I didn't even know carpal what tunnel, emote meant. Carpal tunnel. That's yeah. true. I didn't know what it, yeah, well, I gave myself carpal tunnel with my guitar, so. Yeah, you do. Well, your guitar, you, huh? Yeah, that's what I tell all the ladies to do. I got a couple tunnel on my playing my guitar, ladies. It's not for pleasuring uh, myself to hardcore internet pornography at all. I do feel like an old man. Before I start playing, I gotta like stretch out my wrists. Do you? Oh yeah. I'm feeling old today. My foot hurts for no reason. <laughs> Dude, no reason. I woke up from sleeping to come in today. And I'm like, why does the back of my foot hurt? Like I kick something. Oh, this dude, you slept n- wrong. There's nothing worse. What the hell is that? When you wake up and you hurt. You know, like, that's how you know you're starting to get old, when all you did was not die, and that's yeah. why you hurt. Right. Like, I survived, and now I'm paying for it. <laughs> so, uh, over the... <laughs> I'm just moving on. You're still alive, right? It's all right. I'm moving not, on. I'm not sure. James, did you watch wrestling over the weekend? I some, caught uh, some of it. I've been busy the, moving, so I haven't had a lot of time to Some of the Night of Champions but, was cool. It was yeah. all right. I know that uh, the, 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 the thing that I was most excited about is at the very end of the show, The Fiend came out and beat up Seth Rollins. Yeah, The Fiend's then, going after my man. Yeah, and then Monday, he was all over that show. Like every 30 to 45 minutes, Bray Wyatt showed up again. Oh, it's fun. Yeah, for the another, Firefly, Firefly Funhouse fun fun thing. I didn't see The Fiend that much on Raw. Right, no. Sleep the Firefly Funhouse happened like but... four or five times, and then at the very end, he like the light. Kane went up for, to do his thing where he does the pyro, and all the lights went out, and it made the noise. Oh, you're talking about Kane, right? Yes. Because I know Kane was like driving. He, he was driving our truth around. Our truth and uh, Carmella. Right. But he wasn't like Kane in his full. No, he was, he, was, he was the mayor of Knoxville, yeah. Tennessee. Uh, but yeah, he came out at the end to help out Seth Rollins, and like I said, you know, he does the thing where he goes up and blam, and the pyro, all the four corners go yeah. off and stuff like that. Well, when he went up like this, and he went blam, nothing happened, and then the lights started going out, and then the fiend showed up behind him. Now, do you think so? Um, they talk about the fiend and Bray Wyatt was on the screen, and then all of a sudden, all the graphics were upside down. Yes, 
Now, do you think that was something that was planned or? I, f- I feel like it had to be. Because I feel like the way they addressed it was like, hey, are those graphics? I think Renee Young was like, are those graphics upside down the whole yeah, time? Yeah, they, have they been like that the whole time? And then they started showing tweets on the bottom of the screen where people were referencing the graphics upside down. Right. So I was like, was this part of the show? Did I just, did I just, am I, did I just go full mark? <laughs> you did. I started tweeting WWE. I'm like, hey, you dummies. Somebody's asleep at the wheel. Your graphics are upside down. You're so stupid. <laughs> well, that's how they ended the show, too, is they've got that theme song for the Firefly Funhouse and that, like, that video that pops up. And that played for, I don't know, like a good two minutes but it kept like skipping and playing backwards and being upside down and stuff so i think the upside down graphics at the top of the show i it's think all that was part all of the show. part of the thing and i fell for it hook line and sinker it's something's not quite right uh and then last night on uh, smackdown they announced that uh for the first show on fox in a couple of weeks brock lesnar is going to fight kofi kingston i was excited like i'm i feel like the, these last two days of wrestling have been so entertaining like, they've made me give a crap about wrestlers I don't give a crap about. Like sure. AJ Styles. To me, he's the nickelback of wrestling. <laughs> he's a watered-down, just Look generic wrestler. Oh, God. Like, you know, I'm like, and I cared about the match he was in. And I thought the match with him and the OC against, uh, who are they wrestling? I can't even remember now. Yeah, it, it was, uh, it was uh, oh, the, the Viking Raiders. Yes. Like, I cared. I was so into that match. Right. And normally, I'd be like, I don't really care. But they did such a good job with it. Uh, they've sucked me in. Yeah. Was, I've been really impressed with uh, the writing and whatever Paul Heyman's doing or whatever they got going on uh, within the WWE. Uh, they're, they're reeling me in big time. Well, that's what we've been saying all year is that with AEW on the horizon, this is, gonna, this is kind of the most interesting year of wrestling in a while. And we're in the 11th hour now. Like, NXT's first show on USA is tonight. Yeah. Um, so NXT is going to be on Wednesday nights. And then in, like, two or three weeks, um, uh, SmackDown moves to Friday nights on Fox. And then a couple weeks after that is when AEW's Wednesday night show starts. So that's the Monday night wars are going to be the Wednesday night wars. And it's going to be real interesting over the next Dude, couple Monday, of months. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. AEW's on Wednesday nights or Tuesdays? Wednesdays. Okay. Yep. Like, there's going to be so much wrestling to watch. I'm excited. Well, that's exactly why I got back out of it. Because <clears throat> it was just too much. It was just too much. Yeah. Because I, I obviously, Attitude Era, when I was a kid, right. I was super into it. And then uh, in my adult life, I got back into it. This was back, ECW was still around. And that was, it was a WWE property. It was their, just their Tuesday okay. night show. Yeah. Uh, so you had Monday Night Raw for two hours, ECW on Tuesday. Then you had SmackDown either Friday or Thursday. Thursday or Friday. Yeah, for two and then hours. I think it was right around then the first time they did the three hour raw special. Right, but it was just it was just so much. It's too much. It was too much, and then yeah. I was like, I, I don't have time for this, and I, and I bailed. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You it's, know how I feel about when companies try well, to monopolize my time. Yeah, for sure, and and that's the other thing that's interesting too is that like SmackDown didn't start until I think 1999, so for a prime bunch of the Attitude Era. All you had was Monday Night Raw yeah. and sometimes a pay-per-view. Yeah, so like I would watch. I remember yeah. every night, Monday night, we would all get together at someone's house. We'd watch Raw or it was like... Was, Warzone was the yeah, other Warzone. It was actually two programs back yeah. to back. Yeah, so they and, then you had, and that's when WCW Nitro would be on on Monday yeah. nights as well. I just remember, I do remember that back then because they had a separate intro for Warzone. Yep. So they would, in the middle of the show, play a new intro. And then eventually they're like, we really don't need to do that. The graphic would just change in the corner and eventually they're like... It's just wrong. Look, we're it's just, just wrong. It's, it's just two it's hours. It's all one wrong. show. It's just what it, this <laughs> Whatever. is dumb. But they realized the WWE fan base were probably not that smart to where they can't really <laughs> try to get this a different program. They, re- up, you know? they realized nobody was arguing that Warzone was a better show than Raw. Yeah. It's like they're just watching Raw, man. <laughs> like, we just need to get all that money from the JVC Kaboom box, please. <laughs> I, I always wondered what the deal was with that blocking, or maybe it started off as an hour. I, thought, I always thought it was like a ratings thing. Like, let's see. If the if the second hour gets better ratings than the first hour, kind of hmm. thing, I don't know, some kind of goofy FCC stuff. I don't know. But um, speaking of speaking of what was uh, happening this weekend, so over the weekend, I dove into a new Amazon Prime show called Undone. Have okay. you seen any ads for this? No. It's a rotoscoped animated thing. So rotoscoping is when they actually film stuff with actors and actresses and then animate over top. Like motion capture uh, stuff? Like yeah. the Scanner okay. Darkly movie? With, yes, uh, exactly like Scanner Darkly. Okay. Yeah, this stars Rose Salazar. She was in Battle Angel Alita as Alita, as okay. well as the uh, first season of American Horror Story. And Bob Odenkirk. Oh, nice. Bob Odenkirk plays her father, who uh, has dis- disappeared on her when she was younger. And comes back to her. I've only watched the first two episodes, but uh, comes back to her almost as a vision when she gets in a car accident uh, and tells her that she has this ability, which apparently her grandmother had, uh, where she can move herself into different parts of her timeline. 
Hmm. She can she can like wake up when she was you know nine years old and relive a day there, or she can wake up you know three three hours ago kind of thing. That's cool. Bob Odenkirk's so good. He is really, and it's funny because I was watching it with Amy, and it wasn't until almost the end of the second episode she's like. Is that the guy from Breaking Bad? Is that Saul? Uh, Saul oh, Goodman? Yeah. No, that's the voice, for sure. Yeah. It's almost like unlikely that he was in Breaking Bad, you know? I mean, like, because yeah. there, there is a comedic element to Saul Goodman. Absolutely. But at the same time, like, he's a comic guy and he's a writer, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, you know, Brian Cranston, too, has got a, a comedy background. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it really depends on what you know him from. You either identify him as being a dramatic actor or a comedic actor. Right. Malcolm you know? in the Middle, right Malcolm here. Malcolm in the Middle. Malcolm yeah. in the Middle. I was like, the Malcolm in the Middle guy is cooking meth? <laughs> Who thought of this show? That's not going to do well. Yeah. And I watched it and I was like, oh, my God. God. And he's in yeah, one, right. one of the real famous episodes of X Files too. Is he? Yeah, he's like he, it's like speed. He's he can't stop traveling slower than fifty oh, miles really? an hour, or he will blow up, or something like that. X Files is another show that I I've seen a handful of episodes, but I didn't oh, God, super X-Files get into. So good. Yeah, yeah, so I never good. fell in love with X Files either. Even when they rebooted it, I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it, and I was like, it's just as entertaining as the original, I guess. Like there was a there was a spinoff show with Lance Hendrickson called Millennium. And I love that show. Mm. I've got I've got DVDs of that show. That show was fun. I never saw that. But. Yeah, because that was like uh, the movie Seven. Like every week oh, there was a different okay. crazy killer, but he could like see what the killer uh, was. You know, do he helped them? He had some kind of psychic ability, and he could help the FBI mm. hunt oh, down. Oh, I thought you seen his help a killer. No, no, no. Weird show. He's got psychic abilities to help a killer that's, kill people. That's Hannibal. Right. <laughs> With Will Graham and his goofy psychic, uh, this is my design stuff, and he's just helping Hannibal out. But one of the other things I want to talk about that's going on this weekend is um, it's a new month, so PlayStation Network, if you have a subscription to the PlayStation Network, they have some new games up. This month's games are Batman Arkham Knight. Ooh, oh, wow. That's actually that's a really decent game. Holy to crap. Yeah. Well, that's, it, it, it's a game that came out pretty much when the PlayStation 4 launched. It's very, very close to the launch of the PlayStation 4, but uh, it's the third in the in the Arkham series of Batman. And another game which I played over the weekend, which was called What Remains of Edith Finch. Uh, and it's one of those games that's kind of a a really good example of, of video games as art because it's a first-person game, but it's essentially a storytelling game. Like, you're playing uh, the character of Edith Finch, and you're going back to the house that she grew up in, and you're just kind of walking through the house and uh, learning about the family so sort of like maybe Heavy Rain or Detroit Become Human, where it's yes. really more of like an interactive movie. Yeah, and the neat thing is as you're walking through, as the as she gives the, the monologue, the, the words will appear on different parts of the screen. Like uh, as you're walking past this chair, they'll appear on the back of the chair, the things that she's saying, and then kind of drop away, which is a neat thing. It's mm-hmm. it's a strange game. It's um, it's it's really good. It's maybe two to four hours. And and you're done with it, but it it, okay. it was really good. It but was, for free, it's free, yeah. For you get it for free if you got a PlayStation Network subscription yeah. right now, or a PlayStation Plus. PlayStation Plus, yeah. that's right for sure. I also tried out the Batman game a little bit, and um, something about like the character models are just real ugly. <laughs> I'll give you that. Like driving around the Batmobile as a tank is kind of fun. Yeah, but something about I'm looking at the character models and I'm like, I can kind of tell that this game came out when the PlayStation Four first started. Yeah. Yeah, I had a good time with that game. That's, I mean, I think I had borrowed it too. Yeah, I think even from Mike Pandoff. I think he I brought that so. in for me, and I w- played it for a little while, and I just returned it because you know because Batman was too ugly for you. Yeah. <laughs> looking at that hideous Batman. Yeah. No, it was a good. I had a good time. It was just one of those. You know how I am. Like I hang on to something for too long. Yes, and then it's you know whatever. But uh, but another thing that's going on in the PlayStation Network is they uh, had a sale over the weekend. It was mm-hmm. called the Big in Japan Sale. So it's a bunch of stuff that's supposed to be. Big in Japan, some of the okay. anime games like Persona Five and stuff like that, they had on on sale and discount or whatever like that. But one of the things that was on discount was the downloadable content for Spider Man, and I was just saying, oh, the game you just when I finished, you just it, put it on the shelf, you beat yeah, it. Yeah, I finished. I finished the original. I, I finished the the main Spider Man thing. I was like, when the downloadable content goes on sale, then I'll pick it up, and you know, then I'll I'll live through it. Well, not even a week, and it was <laughs> instead of twenty five dollars, it was fifteen bucks, and I'm like sold. So I'm back on my Spider Man. Is your uh, motion sickness improved now that you've been playing it longer, or do you still have to do it in short increments? I still do it in like 20, 30 minutes a day, but I was thinking the other day that maybe I'd do it in 20, 30 minutes and then come back four or five hours later and try it. You're just going to get a refill on his motion sickness (laughs) medication. Yeah, Yeah, right, for sure. Yeah. 
I haven't. I actually kind of want to go back and get some drama mean or something and play that uh, Ace Combat VR game. See if it helps. That was the only game that like made, gave me motion sickness. But like something about flying a fighter jet in the VR headset was nuts. That's what I was gonna say. You were doing it in VR too. Yes. So, and I don't typically get motion sickness. Like I enjoy. I don't like the fact that I'm in the sky in a plane, but I enjoy the feeling of turbulence. Yeah. I like the feeling of you know like a boat on the waves. I enjoy it. What? And, yeah. You're a I weirdo. Know. I know. I don't know. It's it's like being rocked to sleep or something. I'm a psychopath, but hell yeah, I love the feeling of a plane crash going down. <laughs> well, that's a, that's the thing. Dropping like, two thousand feet in four seconds. I don't know what it is. Al like, likes the zero G's when you can. I I, I can't explain it because it's one of those things where like the, it feels cool. And I'm like I am like <laughs> forty thousand feet in the in the air. This sucks. Have you ever thought of like learning to fly a plane or a helicopter or something? I cross my mind to fly a helicopter. Yeah, but. Nothing ever came of that. I said a helicopter because that's the beginning of MASH. Yeah, so. <laughs> I know. I figured. I, I figured. Like, I know. And I, I no. You're, you, the plane you're, maybe helicopter. Probably. You're joking, but I wanted to. Probably. I, I wanted to fly a helicopter, and I wanted an H-13 Sioux, which is the bubble dome helicopter from MASH. I really. I'm amazed want. that you know the model and type of helicopter that is on the opening of that show. Yep. yep. That's You're RL. Not, you can't be that surprised. <laughs> Dude, I hope there's like a mash trivia that one day that I can recruit Al to be like. Oh my God, yeah. The idiot savant to be on the team and we can just win. I can't wait when he, I can't wait for them to ask a question he doesn't know the answer to. And let, it's listen, happened. Listen, you blow up at him. Al! That was the final question! It's the, for whole- the jackpot! We could have won $1,000 and you didn't know it! You're off the team, Al. That's the whole reason you're here. I get booted off the MASH team. <laughs> no, it, it, it does happen. But like, if we actually did like real like in-depth a trivia thing, there's yeah. a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that I don't know. Right. All my knowledge is stuff you pick up from watching the show. And there's right. obviously some stuff from behind the scenes that I do know. Well, I can also recommend to you guys, if you want to listen to Al fail at... Uh, Anything. I mean, really, <laughs> no, just listen to this podcast. Fail at trivia... Go back into our Nerd Radio archives and oh, yeah. find the episode where we got together with the sound of and Carlini and Steve Black and did Star Trek trivia. Because I knew I wasn't going to be good at any of it, so I was just the host. But I won that competition. Steve Black stole it from me. I saw him walking. Steve, get in here! <laughs> these, these nerds had... The, Steve gets this like Star Trek uh, this trivial pursuit. I know he's cards. in there. Yeah, but it's soundproof. The studio soundproof. <laughs> oh please! I'm loud enough. No, I've actually spent some money on the studio. It actually is sound <laughs> right. Right. It's not like they put up a piece of cardboard and called it a, a wall. No, I'm pulling. I'm pulling questions out of this thing, and they don't know anything. Just anything. It, it was so obscure. The questions that we had. I think it was like it was the Trivial Pursuit. It was Star Trek. Yeah, and there were a few that we knew, but for the most part, it was. I mean, it was it was rough. What is Trivial Pursuit for kids or junior? I can't even answer questions on. Wow. So the fact that well, you got a Star I Wars also, edition, zero credibility for Trivial Pursuit because they've got a mash question that they have wrong. By the way, what? Yeah, is it like, like a bounty? If you find like a wrong in, answer on a trivia game, isn't like a bounty you can, can get? Is it really? I don't know. I'm asking the question. I, I would I love, know. dude, because I, I thought that there was. I thought somebody had said something. I was going like, to tell you find... what they have wrong, but I'm not going to put it out on the podcast right now. Because you might make some money. Hold on to that, man. I'm, you want to get I that trivial get pursuit bounty? Cents. Yeah. I'm looking. It they up send right you. Now. They just send you a free board game. Oh, I'm, dude, I'm lazy. I'm not. <laughs> it's the Star Trek one. I don't know anything about. And it's just going to make me sad because I love Star Trek and I know nothing. They just send you a sticker that says, "I'm a really big nerd." Yeah, yeah. but no, there is. No, I don't see anything. Because I did a, I did one of those like. There's a Slate.com article about the decline of Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> really? Well, there well, was that a, Trivia HQ app is what's killing it. Was there a golden age of Trivial Pursuit that I was unaware of? <laughs> I don't know. I still think Steve lost that though. He stole that victory from me. We all got to have a cheat code, right? And my cheat code was. This is funny that you brought this all coming together. Yeah. But my cheat code was I had this whole story set up that I tied it in with uh, Star Trek. But skipping all that, I basically get to go back in time to mid-20th century Korea, and I get to now answer a MASH trivia question. Right. And I and he picked it. I didn't know what the trivia question was. Yeah, it was so still, there was an opportunity that he there, would not have gotten it. Right. So it was still a risk, but I switched up the shows, and he asked me, and I, and I knew it. And, um, and then so Steve uses his cheat code. And he just speaks some Klingon gibberish, and all it is is that he wins. Look, if, I can't help that Steve knows Klingon. 
I had to look up Klingon too, you know. But like, like it was just bull. <laughs> <laughs> like it didn't even make sense. The ending. Go back and listen to that episode. I'm still upset about it. You this can, whole, whole last little conversation doesn't make any sense. With <laughs> code, you lost me. Like you just, my cheat code is I win. Basically, hey, he won. He just so he what? Spoke what to happens you, now? You're and, in mid-century Korea it. answering trivia questions. And started it because she wanted to put a twist on the game, and she was like, "Okay, well, what if I can like have a lifeline? Yeah, like, like, who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah." So she dialed up her brother, who knows more about Star Trek than she does. Okay, right. now that so far. Makes that makes sense. right, okay. but we all got to cheat. And then, and then Al was like, "Well, what if instead of a lifeline, what if you have to ask me a mash question instead of a Star Trek question?" Okay, because when he said, "I yeah. want to go back to mid-century Korea," or whatever, I'm like, yeah, so now no, you're in like, Korea no, town like, answering trivia questions about Star Trek." I don't understand how. <laughs> I did a, a whole code. story about slingshotting around the sun, which they do in the show and one of the movies to go back in time. So now I'm in mid 20th century Earth in Korea. You got really into it, like I did. Dungeon yeah. Master and there D&D, was a whole, huh? oh, had a whole backstory. Carlini was pissed. She was so annoyed. <laughs> Super nerd. Super nerd. But, yeah, so my, I, fav- my favorite part of that episode is going and getting the uh, ending music from an episode of Mash and playing it right after you got it right. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like the the ding for a correct answer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and you you didn't go easy on me either. You tried. You tried I tried to get to a hard stump. one. Yeah, I tried. Yeah, I tried because I thought it would be way funnier if I ask you a mash question and, and I didn't failed. Get that and I knew it. <laughs> I knew it because I don't have friends. So there you go. After you get done listening to this episode of Nerd Radio, go through our archives, man. Find one that uh, find that one, and then tweet at Sr Black and let him know that he's a cheater. <laughs> And that I won that round. Right. I think I did have more points, too. Like, if we didn't do the cheat codes, I would have uh, been If I remember correctly, yeah. Yeah. You, were, you were on top of it. I'm coming for you, Steve! Sounds like somebody's still a little salty about it. A little bit. I think he wants a, he wants a rematch. <laughs> no, I don't. That game was terrible. It was an awful podcast. <laughs> it was the worst uh, game show ever. Absolutely the worst game show ever. Thanks for tuning in to Nerd Radio, whether you're on Twitch TV on Wednesday afternoons or whether you download the podcast. We absolutely appreciate you, and we uh, hope you search us out on uh, social media. We're on Twitch, or we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook at Nerd Radio 101, and of course, we're anywhere you get your podcast, part of the B-Pod Studios Network. We did this last week. Let's end the show this week with another one of our great reviews on Apple Podcasts, huh? Uh, this one from KDog412. This great podcast. I really like how you hit on all the subjects. Really like how we go from Comic-Con to movies, to even wrestling, and we got him back into wrestling again. Awesome. Yeah. So there Very you go. Cool. K-Dog. I wonder if he's named after Conan. Maybe. The wrestler. Yeah. Nice. But, uh, yeah, so uh, we got K-Dog 412 back into wrestling. One of these days we're going to get Al back, back into wrestling. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. <laughs> uh, are you specifically going to Apple Podcasts? Where where, Apple. where can they review so they might uh, get it uh, I'm going right to the, the Apple show. Podcast review. I haven't uh, been able to find, like, any of the other reviews, but I'm looking for them, for okay. sure. Uh, Jay Moore says we need more anime talk. We'll see what we can do. Oh, you're into anime. We kind of lost a little bit of that when we lost Jefferson. For Jefferson sure. was super into anime, too. I tend to wonder if Jmore930 is actually Jefferson. Oh, maybe it is. <laughs> no, that's Pepsi Man. That's pe- okay, fair He's enough. He's an OG, OG man oh, from Mafia he? member. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Sub Jmore. That's right. <laughs> Jefferson is a Jmore. He is. Is he really? Yeah, he Jefferson is. Moore, wow. yeah. Maybe Jefferson is part of the man that I'm yeah, We'll have to yeah. see if we can get him uh, on the horn or something one day. I agree. Maybe, you know. Yeah, I talked to him last month and he was talking about maybe coming by. I'm like, we got plenty of mics for it now. Yeah, I know. It'll be a good time. All right, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for watching and listening to Nerd Radio. I'm in a difficult situation here. I mean, after all, you're nerds. Have a great weekend. See you later, nerds. And we're out. I don't bring much of this segment either. (laughs) (laughs) And knowledge and wisdom. I don't bring much of this segment either. (laughs) Hold job.